All right, cool. So welcome to the Reliable HVACR uh, live stream over on YouTube. If you can't stay for the whole show, uh, if you're watching this later and you don't want to watch the whole video, you can want to listen to it on the go. We do have, or I do have a podcast. This gets uploaded. Uh, the audio's ripped and everything, and you can hear it in your car, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, today's topic is kind of like a comment that I got. So a question uh, that I uh, that I was asked was what manifold I recommend and whether it would be a three port, four port. And uh, I'm going to go into it a little bit deeper as far as like digital analog. I think that kind of perspective has changed over the, the last few years. I used to always recommend analog, but it's kind of hard to do that now. And uh, all the refrigerants are changing. We're kind of... Uh, starting to see that more or I'm starting to see it more down here because we're the last ones to get everything I'm in South Texas uh, a lot of you guys actually get a lot of viewers from Texas which is really cool you know seeing the fellow Texans uh, Chris is over in Riverside California chicken food is from Oregon uh, Jonathan Estrada is from Florida so we got a good mix here and I, I saw Utah and South Carolina earlier so, like I said, we're the last ones to get a lot of this stuff. I never had any of those uh, beacon systems. We're starting to see the Heatcraft Intelligent uh, stuff here. But before that, it was just all mechanical. We didn't, uh, you know, see that stuff. And then as far as refrigerant, I think we went away from R22 pretty quick. But we're still, people are surprised that we're still stuck on 404. Um I even have some 134. I have to carry that because I still work on a few of those uh, reach-ins that, that run on 134. And then, uh, of course, I stock 410. So uh, I have not gotten into yet the 422s, the A, B, all that different type of stuff. Um, I know some other guys have uh, told me or recommended some new refrigerants that are coming out, you know, that kind of phase out the R22 and the 404 stuff. But we haven't dove into that, but I think we're going to have to do that pretty soon. Uh, Kanga, thumbs up. Lorenzo, good to go. You're, oh, uh, Kanga, you're from uh, New York, upstate. C. Young HVAC, Oklahoma. Chris, I'm a four-port guy i prefer not to use a built-in micron gauge but it's nice to have in certain situations so i say four port fancy digitals and cali cuts is from california as well three port or kangaroo suggests three port for new guys and after a few years go digital yeah so i've always been the one to recommend digital now when you have uh, i mean uh, recommend analog so when you have uh, analog, right, you kind of have to learn how to read it. And it's not going to just give you straight up your superheat and subcool. Uh, this is what I rocked for a long time or not that long. I had a yellow jacket before this, but I really uh, enjoyed using a four port. And uh, mine was analog. Perfectly fine. That's the way I had mine set up. I needed 410. I only put it on the uh, low side there. Uh, cause if you're hitting 
500 on the high side, you're you got an issue anyway with the 410. So that's a setup that I had, and of course you got a. I used to carry one of these in my back pocket. So we had a pressure temperature chart and it gave you all the refrigerants. So you would uh, do your own calculations, get your uh, temp off the chart on the analogs and then you would, you know, do your uh, math there, get your superheat and sub the old school way. And uh, I always had one of these in my back pocket, so this was, you know, what we had to carry around. Uh, now you can also have an app. I do have, uh, I think Danfoss has one. And there was one that I had specifically for just pressure temperatures. Which was this one. It's just called HVAC PT chart. So you can go in here and do a conversion, have all the refrigerants that you would need. Kind of go through it and then get your uh, temperatures that way. So, I mean, nowadays everybody has it easy. You go on the phone and, and do a lot of this stuff. And then uh, you buy your digital manifolds. And um, it's all done for you now. But, yeah, I had a, a three-port. Now a three-port, or like when I started, and I, I have a three-port as a backup. But like uh, Chris was saying, if you're going to buy one and you want to invest, I would highly suggest the four port. Now, yeah, you don't want to be pulling a vacuum through the manifold and you sure as hell don't want to be using the micron gauge off of it. But you're going to run into situations where you can't hook up a nice fancy like I have the true blue. Uh, hoses and I even have like a 3 8 I think it's a yellow jacket with the quarter inch fittings or the quarter inch on one side and the 3 8 on the other and uh, you're going to use core removal tools with that but I work on reach-ins I work in kitchens so I work on a lot of small systems that are in like hard to reach places so a lot of times I can't even get those core removal tools on there um that blue hose definitely won't fit on some of these systems and you need a depressor. So for that, I do hook up the four port. Uh, try to hook up your own micron gauge, but pulling the vacuum through a manifold is kind of the last resort, but it's good to have. So I'd rather, you know, have it and not use it as much or try not to use it as much than I'm there and I can't even hook up anything because, you know, my other hoses don't fit, my true blue or whatever. But if I had a four port, I could easily hook up and pull a quick vac uh pull a quick vacuum and uh do it that way. So the four ports and pulling through the gauges, I think have its place. Uh not recommended, but it's going to get you out of a jam sometimes. And uh I see people talking about yellow jacket. My backup is a yellow jacket. I just changed out the the gauges on those for another brand. I think it's called HC Pro or something. These are yellow jacket uh, gauges on an imperial manifold. 
It's just one that we had and I liked it a lot. Kind of retired this one. It's uh, it's in my personal vehicle if I ever need it. Yeah, like Chris said, those those big blue hoses won't work inside a kitchen. Uh, they're for the rooftops. So a lot of guys might only do AC work. So go ahead and, you know, get those blue hoses. Have your vacuum set up, you know, use that every time. But if you're uh, doing a lot of reaching work, like reaching coolers, reaching freezers, they have some weird, awkward uh, service ports and you can't always use that. And like I said, I had these set up. So this is this one reads uh, R22, 404, and 410. And then on the other side, it was 404, 134, and I think R22. So like I said, I got away with that setup because I work on a lot of coolers and freezers. So I needed the 404. And then I needed to know, at least on the high side, what my 134A was. Uh, 134A is very low on the suction side, but I needed to know if my head pressure was too high or something like that. So that's how I had mine set up. And now we do 407C. And I get, I mean, you can kind of get away with it. You get an idea of it through the R22, but it's, it's not the same at all. It's just very close. So that's where we kind of have an issue now where we have too many refrigerants and it's kind of hard to, to recommend getting analog. So I have a tough time defending these now. But again, you can do that. You can get a PT chart, whether it's paper or on your phone. And I still use my analogs. If I need a conversion, like I said, I pull up my phone and use the app for it. So it's not that big of a deal. You do have to do some conversions there. All right. Uh, so yeah, like uh, Kango was saying, he uh, suggests a three port for new guys and then to go digital after a few years. So if you're new and you want something that won't break the bank, of course, go analog. I would still recommend a four port. If you're going to buy one, a three port, I think is a good backup. So you can do your, your checks with it and you can hook up to basically any system out there. If you have a, a nice three port, like a yellow jacket, or I have an Imperial right here and uh, that'll get you by. But uh, if you're looking to buy one and kind of invest in one, I had a three port S man. And I regretted not getting a four port. So even on my analogs, like I said, I went four port and I used it a lot. I used the hell out of that. Again, because I do a lot of reach-ins and I needed to pull vacuums without busting out all the hoses. Or even at that time, I didn't really invest in that stuff. So like I said, for not breaking the bank, a nice four port analog is a good uh, start. And then you get multi-use out of it. You can do, uh, like I said, a vacuum with it. You can charge with it. And then you have, you know, the luxury of having a separate hose. Because I don't like to mix them personally. For your vacuum and for your charging and all that. 
you oh Chris, I have big issues with 407C on carrier package units with a fixed orifice header. Hmm. Uh, gas doesn't do well for me above 105 ambient. I don't think we've had. I think we had one unit that was uh, what do you call it? R22. But we didn't really uh, work on that one. All all the carrier ones down here are 410. The only R22 ones we have are train. So we haven't had that issue. Uh, we decided to use 407C personally because I can use it on uh, the AC side and the refrigeration side. And I have no issues because I had issues with... I didn't like M099 and I did not like... Uh, the one we had was 427A, and I, I couldn't get them working properly, at least on the cooler side, because like AC work, it wasn't horrible, and everything kind of worked, but when I brought it over to my walk-ins, I couldn't use those. 407C is what worked for both, and then the compressors that we put in. Uh, from Copeland, I actually recommend 407C. So, like I said, most mostly what I see is is train though. The only the only carriers we have, which we do have quite a bit, for one customer that has like 20 stores, those are all going to be 410. So we haven't had that issue. I don't think I've ever had. I think I had one or two that had the issue with the header, but they were really old systems, and I kind of had to write them up for new ones anyway. All right, let's see. Uh, and if you guys have any input recommendations, you know, go ahead and leave them in the, in the chat. We'll go through them right now. Uh, Santiago, I'm, I'm new. I'm totally digital, but I learned on analog before switching over, which is cool. I think a lot of guys will tell you that they'd rather you learn on analog and then go digital. And then some people will see it as like, Digital's too easy, you know, you want to go through that, doing all your conversions on your own and stuff, so you can really get an understanding of how to do superheat and subcooling uh, yourself without having to rely on a an app or your uh, S-Man to do it. So, um, and that's how I was. We learned on analog, and then we switched over, but when I started in the field it was the original s-mans you know the i think they were a little bit bigger i broke mine a couple times so i do have a s-man the four port now and i only take it down for like change outs or um you know compressor swap something where i'm like pulling charge and then weighing it in and then i need to see how the system runs and i don't want to be removing um, different things. I just want to have the, the manifold on there, but I don't take it down every day because I don't, I don't want to be, uh, risking that I'm going to break it because I've broken a couple, which is the other thing you break an analog, you bust one of these or something doesn't work. You just take this off and buy a new one and pop it on there. These, these things you can take off the knobs and you can kind of rebuild it a little bit. They're easier to, to work with. 
and repair. Whereas like the field piece ones, at least for me, I had to send them out to get replaced or fixed. All right, let's see what's in the chat. Uh, Richie, cool that my gauges. Oh, the, you started with those two. Uh, Jonathan, analog for the rack side and digital for the case side. Interesting. So you guys do uh, supermarket. I know you're from around here, so uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, we don't do. I've never done supermarket. I wanted to at one point, and I kind of got intimidated once I saw everything that they do. And uh, we used to have the, like the IHOPs, and then we were gonna get the stripes, but I was like, getting like burnt out from those. Uh, 24 hour, you know, they're open 24 hours and they call you in the middle of the night when everything goes down. Dude, you're 40 minutes from field piece. Nice. Oh man. They're always really cool about it. You know, I had, like I said, I sent mine out a couple times. They were pretty quick about it. My, because I work with my dad, he was like so pissed. But that was before I organized my van. Like my van used to be a mess for my first few years, you know, first five to six years. And uh, I just didn't put things away. And I ended, I ended up breaking, breaking it just from driving around. It fell or something fell on it and it broke. Uh, Tactai Emerson, uh, check charge app is okay. Uh, I think I've seen the Dan Foss one. I haven't seen the Emerson one. Uh, Lyndon broke my 460 field piece. Need a new manifold. <laughs> oh, it sucks when that happens. Richie still rocking analog yellow jacket. I am a big fan of the yellow jacket. As far as like the analogs, not too sold on their uh, digital stuff yet. Their wireless stuff, but it looks like it, it. It it looks like it's a neat system. I just I wasn't into them when I looked at them. What a vacuum pump you got, uh, Richie. Ray's apartment maintenance, what's up? Santiago, Orale. Richie, no need for blue hoses. Yellow jacket has everything you need. And he leaves a part number. I have the yellow jacket um, vacuum hose. It's a 3 8 one. Uh, really on the kitchen stuff they don't have huge systems pulling through the gauges generally not that big a deal totally agree so i work on a lot of like low boys uh make line coolers like prep coolers and uh it's a small system i'm not there a long time when i'm pulling through the manifold just you know make sure you get a good vacuum and uh it'll work for that like once you get to bigger rooftop units pull out you know the the bigger hoses that that you might have and uh if not those would take 
you know, all day. HVAC video is still a rookie. I have issues with 407C and fixed orifice water source units. So it looks like 407 is not good with orifices, uh, fixed orifice. Chris, I have at least 75 carrier package units with R22 still in them. I need to get rid of them. But I've heard you in your videos, and it's apparently harder for you guys to get all the, I don't know if it's the permits or, or whatever, to do that kind of work, like replace them. And that's why you, re you repair a lot of them. We love to repair. I love to, to get things going. Uh, my customers appreciate any little dollar we save them. So, like, I do a lot of repairs on, like, really old systems, but it doesn't take much for us to, to change them out. You know, we got a permit. We don't have to deal with too much. The cost is not that high. And, uh, you know, we're in and out. I actually have a change out to do, but it's probably going to get pushed back till next week, which will be an interesting one because we are by the beach. But right now, where I live, I'm far enough where it doesn't affect us. But but uh, the one that we're going to is like right off the beach. All the units rusted out. And uh, the one that we're replacing, we're going to see how it goes. It's in the compressor compartment. Um, the floor is giving out. Like it already has holes in it. So where it started raining, they were getting a bunch of water inside. So they had us condemn or we condemned it. And then, uh, cause I had like, everything was broken on it. So the salt water got to it. They had us where we condemned it. And then they had us tarp it off in the meantime, cause they didn't want to buy a new unit, but we're finally got, you know, we finally got it in. It's a, well, the new one is a 12 and a half ton. I need to make sure that they ordered the right one. But, yeah, we were pulling out permits for it the other day. We're going to get that one going. But they're going to need all the all of them replaced. The makeup airs were on the floor toppled over because they rusted out. I couldn't even pick them back up. And then the walk-ins are also starting to mess up really bad. So they're, they're going to need like a whole new, like everything on the roof replaced. Which, I mean, is good for us. Uh, the rookies don't understand subcooling. Very important. Uh, more so on some stuff, but you got to know both. Superheat and subcool. Uh, I've tried a lot of them. 422D seems to work okay. That's from uh, C. Young HVAC. Uh, let's see. Richie loves M099. I got turned away from it because I went to... I mean, now granted, I don't know the quality of work that was done at this location, but I took over 
for a like fancy type of restaurant. They have a lot of uh, rooftop units that were Linux. And everything was bypassed, so there was a lot of crappy work done there. But all the compressors, at least on one and maybe half of another one, so maybe like five in total, had been changed out. They had a graveyard on the roof. You went up there, saw like five of them laying on the floor. All the new ones were marked with MO99. And sure enough, I mean, I didn't have time to, to get into it too much. I was just fixing problems you know one by one as they came up and they were a new customer i wasn't familiar with them but like i think two of them already had given out so that and then from what i've heard from other people they call mo99 a compressor killer uh, i forgot the reason reasoning for it but it's just from what i've heard so i didn't even i think we had it once we had one tank on our truck we used it I guess it was okay, but I didn't really care for it. So we were still looking. We finally settled on 407C. Uh, Mark says 407A for refrigeration. Uh, Lorenzo Yup, HVACR, 40 minutes from field piece. Uh, let's see. Late night stuff sucks. We used to get those all the time. Luckily, we have a good clientele now. And at the moment, I think they all are uh, fast food or like dinner places. So they don't even open till 10. So I can do whatever I need to do ahead of time. A lot of them don't get there till 9 at, at the earliest to prep you know, the kitchen or whatever. So right now I haven't had too many overtime crazy calls or anything. I used to have a customer like that. Uh, permits are a nightmare. Yeah. For us, it's, it's easy. I don't have an issue replacing stuff, but I've heard up there it's, or over there. It's not, it's pretty bad. Permits. What you talking about, Willis? I've had guys tell me, why are you pulling permits? Do it on the weekend when nobody's watching. <laughs> yeah, not going to do that. Uh, let's see. R422B runs at lower pressures. I have not tried any of those. I think that's the one that got recommended to me. We have not tried it. Yellow Jacket Vacuum Pump. Uh, Juan, what's the new Freon coming out in 2025? That phase out, uh, isn't that the R32? Something like that. We'll see when that gets completely phased out. But I'm, I don't know. We're starting to notice... The equipment we're getting is, is, you know, the more efficient equipment. We're starting to get the train units, which I'm curious because we have a train to install at that beach uh, location. 
the train unit that they showed me was a lot bigger than the original. So I'm going to make sure that, that it's the same tonnage and everything because the customer orders their own parts or their own equipment. So it looks oversized on the... It's like wider than the old one. But I'm wondering if it's because they added a lot of stuff because I'm starting to see train units that have microchannel evaporators. So we've all, you know, seen the microchannel condensers, the, the coils for a while now. I've never seen the microchannel, you know, the aluminum evaporator coil. And I saw one recently, or we installed one recently a couple months ago or a few months ago. And that was the first time I'd seen that. So these other ones look even newer. So we'll see what they look like. Uh, let's see, Richie, the Yellow Jacket wireless are great. No internet needed. Well, they're all Bluetooth. You just hook them up to your phone, which is the only uh, drawback. So, yeah, like my choice, because it fits in the bag so well, is always going to be the filled piece probes. So I have one of these, and a lot of you guys were asking me about the Depressor, this is just one of those, I, I don't know, they're called like thumb screws or something. Where you can hook it up and it won't depress anything. And then you kind of uh, screw in and out the actual depressor. This one is from AccuTools, so truetechtools.com. Definitely find it uh, on there. I ordered one to try it out. I do like it. You know, the, the profile is, it's compact. So this one stays on my high side probe so I don't get uh, refrigerant burn. And then uh, Chris actually showed off the Appian ones. It's basically the same thing, but it's a lot bulkier. It looks heavy duty. And I think like the cap it has a cap for for this side, but it's attached to it. So you take it off and it just hangs on there. So I thought that was kind of cool. Those I'm going to use for, I think they just got shipped because they were, after you did the video, Chris, they went out of stock. I think I waited a few minutes because I was making sure that I wanted them. And then a few minutes later, they were sold out. So I think they finally shipped. But those I'm going to use for uh, vacuums on those uh, Cormax fittings because my true blue hoses don't have uh, depressors. So I needed something to, to depress them. Yeah, they were like 10 to 20 in stock when I checked after your video. And then I swear I just waited like 15 to 20 minutes because I didn't know. I had other things that I was trying to put in my cart. And then they were gone. So, uh, yeah, probes are great. But the one downfall is that you got to be on your phone to check them. Which I think more customers are, are aware that we use our phone for different things. But... Back in the day, especially when I first got them, I got like some weird looks because they're like, what's he doing on his phone? He's supposed to be working. I'm like, no, I am working. I'm checking the pressures. So uh, if you don't want to go that route and you want to go digital, 
You can get something like a, uh, basically they're stubbies and, and you know, a lot of people use the analogs for stubbies, you know, they get the, the gauge itself and then put something on it to connect it, whether it's a short hose or like a, um, adapter with a ball valve on it. These are good. You just hook them up. It gives you the pressure. Now it won't give you the superheater subcore anything. It can because it has this one in particular that Elitech had sent me has a little port for the the clamp, a wired clamp. So you can check superheat and subcool with the app. But if you just guys if you guys just want to check to see if the system even has pressure or if it's you know if you're already like familiar with the equipment and you just want a number, those are really cool because you can get something like this. Like these LE Tech ones are not bad. They come in a, a set and it was like a hundred bucks or something. Or you can go analog and just make it a stubby. Or Yellow Jacket makes a digital um, gauge that I usually buy for, I bought for some of my guys. So that they can still have the old school because they're older. The old school manifold, but they have a digital readout on the gauge. So you can do that. And you can buy those and make those stubbies. Just hook up, you know, something to, to connect them to a system and you're good to go only because like i said these you need your phone and uh, of course you need batteries so i keep batteries in my tool bag that's something you have to think about uh, for that let's see mario do they have special units for the coast no you need to I don't know where you're from. You're, are you from around? I can't remember where you said you were from, but so anything we work on that's by the beach, which I want to say is within 30 to 40 minutes. Cause after that, we don't really have anybody. It's like dead space. You need to make sure that you put a coating at least on the coil. But I think when we put this one in, I'm going to try and get some some of that coating on the weak spots. Because, like, the they, they usually opt for the hail guards and stuff like that. So, we're probably, we might have to spray the hail guards. I've never done that before. And then on the current units that they have that are falling apart, where the condenser coil is, basically that panel, there's, like, these corners the pillars um, right there where the fans are that connect the top uh, panel with the fans down to the bottom. Those already cracked off. I don't want to touch it because it hasn't moved, but those have already rusted and cracked at the very bottom. So I don't know. I, we might have to coat the coil and then some of the weak um, spots that we've noticed on the older units so that the new ones don't do that because we they had us install a like the middle unit they have i believe at that one they have three units maybe four we replaced the one in the middle they bought it we installed it i offered to code it i was like it's not a big deal i just buy the coding i go do it i'll charge you for the trip whatever because it wasn't in our quote and or even when we were doing the quote, they were like, no, 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 we got it. Well, we got a guy that'll, that'll code it. 
So I think they did coat the coil because the coil looks fine, but the hail guard is already like, it's going to, you know, deteriorate already. It's already all, it's a nice new unit with brown already all over it. It's already rusted. It's like not even a year old. Uh, Charles MO99 does not work well with 3D scroll compressors. Yeah, maybe that's what I heard. I know some people just like warned me about it. Guys out there that rock MO99 don't pull a vacuum or recovery. That's how they kill compressors. That's why I said I don't know the quality of the work that was done. Which, which is a shame, and which is why I try, I try to post as much as I can. I'm not perfect. If you see anything I, I've done wrong in my videos, it's fine. You know, bring it up to me as long as you're not, you know, a jerk about it or whatever. And even if you have some remarks, whatever, I will try and do better the next time, and I will learn from it, and I will look it up. I will do my research. Um, cause I won't know, I won't know everything like nobody does. So, um, it's a shame though, that some, some companies or some techs, you know, refuse to improve, get better research this stuff. Or even if somebody tells them they're like, nah, I've, I've always done it this way. It's nothing bad has ever happened, which in case like, yeah, you might replace a compressor, a TXV or whatever, and you don't do, you know, a proper vacuum, uh, you don't purge with nitrogen. And then maybe that component that you did doesn't give out, but something else does, it could have been, you know, caused by you. Or you end up replacing the unit before anything gives out because you want to sell them a new, a new unit. It doesn't make it right. But yeah, like to your point, Richie, I don't like talking too much to some of the local techs especially the older guys you know the really old old timers because i had somebody that i was talking to uh the only thing is i, I knew his kid because i went to school with him at my hvac uh college and we were talking about refrigerants and he could remember <laughs> what refrigerant he had used or something like that and he's like oh yeah it's, it's 407 c and then uh i was like oh yeah like i use that one too you just have to do the the oil conversion change you know make sure it's compatible and all that and he looked at me he was just like he had a confused look on his face and he's like no like you don't have to change it it uh i've done it never did an oil change and they all work fine so I'm just there nodding my head because, like, I mean, I don't want to argue with these guys. Like, I can tell them. But obviously, me even bringing it up, he's like, no, no, no don't worry about it. Like, I, I don't do that. You know. And some guys don't have micron gauges. Some guys don't have. I saw another guy, which I don't want to be. I don't want this topic to go to this. But um, somebody, I think I took over for a restaurant. But they had just gotten something installed, like an AC unit, 
and it wasn't working. But to me, I from what I quickly saw, it was a faulty thermostat. It was reading like 50, and it wasn't even 50 in there. It was like 80. But I was working on something else, and I noticed a guy on the roof, and I've told you guys before, but to anybody who hasn't heard it, I heard... But well, first I saw him go up there with a nice jug of water. I was like, okay, cool. It's hot outside. He has water for himself. I heard bubbling not too long after that. I was packing up for the work that I was doing. And uh, yeah, he had a hose in there. And I guess he was, it was a brand new package unit. And I guess he thought it was overcharged. So I heard bubbling kind of shook my head and and went down. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't know what to do with in that situation, but not everybody does everything the right way. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Donnell Ballard with the subscription there. Thanks, buddy. Uh, let's see. Tech tie permission. It's. I. Well, I mean, it's on the company, right? Whoever is running it to get those permits. I run a business with my dad. We're not going to get written up find and even like on the because I'm, I'm the license holder right i don't know how it is in other states but like if you get snitched on caught whatever you want to call it um venting you know doing something bad you will end up on the website hall of fame so you can go to the well in texas it's the tdlr website texas regulations and they're gonna have you your name your company name your license number all the information about you and why you were fined and what you did wrong so i do not want my name on that list so i do everything you know i, I get my permits i i have my recovery i i as as much as that stuff weighs i take all that to the roof you know billable time whatever you don't have to worry about it too much you know you can build a customer you know do all the things and you won't get in trouble chris that damn that wasn't sponsored either i did damn well should have been they they probably sold out uh i know they were new i guess they sold out that first batch that they had real quick Uh, tech tie that's why i park in the back instead of the front when submitting photos and quotes don't want to give the impression i'm playing with my phone with the accounts yeah it's 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 hard because like i said i think nowadays it's they're a little more understanding and a lot of the people that i'm working around they're kind of younger um the managers are not or the area managers are not usually around especially lately i haven't run into them too much but Back in the day, I used to have people tell on me 
Of course, they're calling, you know, the number, the number goes to my dad's uh, phone. Uh, the number on the vans and all that. That, that, that's his number. So they used to call and get him and then they would tell me or they would tell him, hey, this this guy you have is just on his phone or whatever. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And he's like, yeah, OK, but he's he's the owner, too. And it, uh, it was funny, you know, having to hear that I got in trouble that way. But whatever. My dad didn't care. He's like, I know he's either talking to one of us because like I also check on other guys or with my dad through text a lot of times unless I'm driving then I'll you know I'll give them a call but we check on each other through text you know check on the guys through text I'm I have to take photos sometimes uh if I'm indoors I don't really record too much you know since I have the YouTube and all that but uh yeah and then now I use a an app to do my quotes and my invoicing and all that I have to check in and out sometimes depending on the on the customer some of them make me use an app some of them make me use a uh, phone service some of them make me use a website I have to do all this stuff because of the you know their commercial accounts so I'm on my phone quite a bit and then like also checking pressures or looking up a model number or whatever. I'm on my phone quite a bit, but I don't think it draws as much attention as it used to. Uh, advanced basher. I have the older testo probes. They suck with the range. Bluetooth drops all the time. But the they change the app much better or can use with MeasureQuick. MeasureQuick handles Testo and Fieldpiece. I want to say they were adding another one, and I, but I can't think if that actually uh, if they actually have any other ones right now, but uh, did you have the first generation Testo or the second? I had the second. I didn't like them. I returned them. I went for the field piece, and those have been my go-to. I really enjoy the, the field piece. The range is pretty good. Um, the only issue I have is when I'm in a walk-in or I'm in a – I go down from a rooftop, and it's like a long distance – because then you got to take into consideration, you know, the, the thickness of the walls and, you know, what they're made out of. Because the range is great in an open field or whatever, but through walls you lose a, a lot of that stuff. So uh, I had better luck with the field piece. I had a Testo. I don't remember if it was a probe or one of their uh, psychrometers or whatever they were that I could not get a reading right at the door when I was right outside. So at that point, I was like, no, I'll get the field piece. I do have the field piece probes, clamps, and I have one psychrometer because I just wanted to try it out before I, you know, bought more. I didn't buy the whole set when I started. Uh, I bought the set that did not have the psychrometers. But yeah, I, I returned them real quick. 
and I went with uh, field piece. But field piece works with Measure Quick too. I have not dove a lot into Measure Quick because I don't do a lot of testing, and I don't do a lot with the AC side. I do more with refrigeration. I do more walk-ins and a lot of prep table coolers. So for that, I don't really need measure quick. I just need a field piece. You know, to the I use our job link app. I just need everything in, in one screen on a tab that I can kind of like have a glance at. And then like, I like having the different tabs for my scale, for my meter. I use the meter, the wireless function on my meter a lot. So I don't know. I like to keep it simple. I keep one app for uh, all that stuff. All right, I'm going to pull up my social media real quick. Let's see if we get some more questions. But let me go through the chat real quick. Uh, Maru, do I need... Maru, Meru, do I need different manifold gauges for each refrigerant to prevent contamination? In theory, kinda. Now, back in the day, it was just like two refrigerants. If you're doing AC work, you could just have one for R22 and one for 410A. It's kinda hard to do that now because there's way too many refrigerants. I don't know how many, I don't know if you're in the field or not, but how many refrigerants are you dealing with? I'm dealing with 407C. Uh, I don't really see R R22, so I carry 407C, 134A, 404A, and 410. I'm not gonna carry around four different gauges and worry about that too much. So the only the only thing I would consider or recommend is like when you have like where we're talking about the three port or four port manifolds, a four port is good. So you don't have mix up or have to use the same hose or change it out if you really uh, want to go that route for charging refrigerant, you know, when you're weighing it in and all that and vacuuming. So like if you have a four port. You can keep those separate and you don't contaminate your vacuum hose or that side, you know. So that's why in this day and age, you know, this time, it's very hard to or there's too many refrigerants to worry about things like that. I'm not going to have, like I said, myself, I'm not going to have four different gauges and worry about the contamination on that. And then uh, the same thing like uh, with the analogs, like, like I was saying earlier, um, you know, they usually make them to have certain refrigerants on there. But now that's kind of obsolete and you're either going to use a PT chart or your phone to do a conversion of some sort. And if you think about it, they're going to be changing out quicker and quicker right they already want to phase out 410 and we've only been using it for a short while everybody just kind of got rid of their r22 recently unless you're doing unless you have a lot of older systems like uh chris was saying he has a bunch of them or uh you do supermarkets i know it's 
very big still in supermarkets. So they're going to keep throwing that the new refrigerants at us, having an, uh, having to, you know, phase out different ones. And at that point, don't worry about, you know, having different um, gauges or anything like that. So. What's up, everybody? What's up, TJ? All right, uh, let's see where, where we at. Mario, San Antonio, that's right. You guys told me, that. I, I was like, I know you're from Texas. So you don't, like, you're in the middle of Texas, so you don't really see, like, what happens with those uh, units by the coast and all that. All right, hold up, hold up. What happened, Jacob? Four twenty-seven A, Chris. Uh, I don't know. I I think uh, I didn't have too too good of luck with that one. Uh, Jonathan, you should become. A vendor for Walmart for refrigeration. Like the supermarket stuff? I don't know. Uh, we we were getting into their... Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go and talk to them, but one of our guys uh, mentioned that they wanted us for, like, the bakery or the restaurant area, which I was fine with because I was like, I'm not going to do the supermarket you know, the floor, but if you have us in a, in a restaurant or a bakery, wherever you cook, I mean, I could see us doing that. If you have a connection, you know, let me know. I think we're going to, we're going to start taking on a little more work. So, uh, I'll probably hit up a few places, see if there's any, anybody that needs service. TJ, I learned how to charge superheat subcool on analogs and upgraded to digital. Still have the analogs for backup. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Let's see. Where did the oil go? I don't know, man. I'm, when I talk, that's why, I don't know. Like, it's cool talking to you guys that, that do this work. And you're online. You're obviously trying to do a decent job or trying to be better or whatever. And then it's cool to talk to other YouTubers. Like, you know, Chris is in here right now. You know, him, Rick, uh, Steve, Ryan, you know, all these guys. Uh, Angel. And even on Instagram, you know, there's Jeff. Uh, Mike Mayberry, Michael uh, Flynn, you know, all those guys that are on there. And it's cool to talk to them because, or you guys, because you understand what I'm talking about or trying to, trying to 
do in my videos or anything like that. But I don't know when I, when I'm around people locally. I just I've started to kind of dumb down the way I talk about work and it's it kind of sucks which is why I like doing you know the whole YouTube Instagram thing so much is because I like talking to people that actually understand what I'm saying and uh, agree with you know doing vacuums and all that stuff instead of like oh whatever we've done it this way for so long and it's always worked but yeah, I I don't know. I don't like to talk too technical because every time I do, I feel like I regret it. And they're like, nah, you don't need to do that. Richie, I had a guy from manufacturer tech support tell me to use a bucket. I was shocked. I love my lungs save them for the green stuff i don't know i've never had that kind of interaction with the tech support bill what's this sub cooling thing everybody talks about <laughs> oh man like uh yeah when we started or when I started, but when everybody started to, you're like, what is all this stuff? Uh, let's see. I started with analog, tried the testos, terrible time with the app, went back to analog. I guess I need more convincing. I'm an old timer. Uh, I'm trying to remember their app. I... I think Fieldpiece does a really good job of their simplicity on their app. So I don't know. If you were to, to try out any other one, I would try Fieldpiece. And then, like like I said, everything. If, if you have Fieldpiece or you're looking to get into that ecosystem, their meter is wireless. Their S-mans are wireless. Um, their scale, their micron gauge. And they all use the one app. You just hit different tabs and you can check all of them. Um, so I don't remember how the Testo one was. I only used it for like a couple weeks, returned it. DIY reclaim. I would stop him. Bring bring the recovery and tank funny enough you know that guy that let it that i was talking about with the the water recovery um i had to take out because i had a system that was overcharged on the other side of the building so we had crossed paths and i was taking down my recovery and my my uh tank and all that and my scale like i was trying to do i was trying to take out a certain amount and it was just a little awkward because, you know, he's going up there with his water jug and I'm taking all my equipment down. And we're doing the same thing. We're trying to take out refrigerant, but I don't know. Yeah, curious HVAC guy, Bill, in the house. Uh, as a quick 
take on what you all are required to do to get a contractor's license in Texas from OK, may do some work there one day. Uh, you said you're from Oklahoma? I mean, in Texas, it's like, what is it, like four years uh, experience, take a test, it's open book. Not as easy as it, as it sounds, but wasn't too bad. Curious, I guess my notifications are turned off or I'd be here sooner. Appreciate you being here. All hands on deck for the pants party. <laughs> Uh, Carlos, I'm from McAllen, Texas, South Texas. Oh, you're from New Braunfels, so like, what is that, like four or five hours? I'm like further down. Opinions on veto bags, Tyler. They're the best. Honestly, if you want to invest in them, they don't rip. And if they do, they have warranty. Um, I had a lot of uh, CL CLC bags, particular a back in particular a backpack and both straps kind of ripped on me. So I have the veto now, and I've never had that issue. So highly recommend them. And um, every spring, it's basically buy one get one free. So it's a good time to buy them. Tristan, I believe in the UEI. I forgot about them, to be honest. Um, UEI. I think Appian also has um, something. I think people were telling me, from what I remember, I, I think I rem uh, I've i seen them before. Appian has ones that look like this. This one here is an, an Ellie Tech. Um, I don't remember how long they've been out. They're not super well known, but... Their stuff works, so that's my uh, backup because I do have the field piece. Uh, Lorenzo is field piece a way to go for digital probes. So, from what I can gather from the chat, um, a lot of people had issues with testos. I had the testos. I didn't like the range on them personally, and I had the second generation. And then field piece, I don't know. They just have so many things to where I can just buy their brand of, like, different things and have, you know, basically a wireless everything. Wireless uh, wireless manometers. Their, their meters are wireless. Their manifolds are wireless. So one app. They all connect to it. I like I like things, you know, to be simple, and that's how I do mine. Uh, and they work with MeasureQuick. If you if you use that one, MeasureQuick, that app is really good for testing, getting different, or if you you hook up, you know, all your psychrometers and uh, clamps and everything, you get a good look at the system. 
it kind of helps you and tries to tell you what to look for, what should be normal. Um, man, they, they put a lot of stuff into to that app. I just personally haven't found the need for it. And I like the Field Peace app, so I've, I haven't given it another chance, the Measure Quick. Mario, for videos, I would suggest digital manifolds for instructions. Good point. Chris, field piece is his jam. Jam is my jam. <laughs> Richie, always with the rooster. Yeah, Chris. In my video, but it's, it's usually at the end. If I'm outside talking or in my, I guess my tool review videos also, because I've been doing them outside, my neighbors have a crap load of roosters and they are so damn loud. But apparently a lot of the guys like them, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, inside joke on the channel is the roosters. I got roosters on one side and I got cows on the other. We don't really have any livestock, but you can hear the surrounding um, animals and whatnot. Right on uh, HVAC Misfit field piece app. And they recently updated it, so it looks even nicer. Uh, Emmanuel is a plumber and you want to do HVAC plumbing and HVAC. They tend to, to go hand in hand. You can find, probably find a company that does both and then, you know, transition. Uh, but the easiest way to get a, get started in HVAC is to, uh, what do you call it? You know, try to get a job there be a helper or an apprentice. Learn on the on the job is the easiest, quickest way. They'll train you. They're they're always looking for good techs or ones that are willing to work and uh, learn. Uh, yeah, uh, Shantha. I'm sorry, I can't say her name, but. Um, I'll check my messages later. I've not gone through those. Angel, HVAC boss, what's up? TB1, what kind of haircut is that? It's a hat, bro. Uh, let's see. Richie, the only reason he watches my videos is for the damn roosters. Uh, Tecti. In my opinion, Lorenzo, field piece, pressure, probes, and testo temperature clamps. Testo clamps have a better reading. I think field piece uses a K-type style sensor. 
Measure Quick does both. I, yeah, um, I don't know, maybe it was my clamps when I had the Testo ones. I didn't like them too much. But that's what I've heard is that people like the clamps on those better. Angel H HVAC Boss is on my Instagram feed or live. HVAC Tactical After Party Atlanta. I'm going to be uh, North Atlanta. I was not paying the price to stay downtown. Uh, you use BlueVac or Appion for valve core removal tools. I just started using the uh, Appion. I really like the way they're built. Um, I've only used them like twice so far, but I like them. Chris is out. Thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, let's see. LED Handyman is on lunch break to watch. What's up, man? He's in his residential energy class. Joshua New Braunfels, what's up? Uh, Young HVAC Riverwalk in San Antonio is the top of my go-to list. You get tired of it when you're down, when you're from here. I uh, just had my black max gauges stolen yesterday while on a job. That sucks, man. Deciding between Tesla and Philippines, but not sure which one to go with. Uh, the Philippines ones. Okay, look. Uh, Testo, I don't know if they fixed it. The button. On the field piece is flush, kind of indented. You don't accidentally press it. But on a Testo, they stick out. Or they did. I had the second gen. I turned them on several times in my bag. Not always, but I would find them dead a lot. And then... Uh, uh, on these ones, I, I haven't done... I haven't accidentally turned them on and then like that's a hold to turn on on the testos it was a tap to turn on so i would accidentally turn them on a lot and then on this one if you double tap it and it turns red they won't turn off they bypass the auto off function so if you double tap it and you you get that red flash They'll stay on until you come and turn them on uh, off physically, which is something I really liked because a lot of times I would put these on a, a system and I had to take a, a break or go to the van for something and it took me more than 15 minutes or something. These would shut off. And then like, what's the point of having wireless gauges or probes if you leave a long distance and you're like, oh, I can check them. Oh, they turned off like that. That sucks. So I don't know if I don't think Testo had an, a way to remove the auto off. So 
personally that's one of the features that i liked about it also they are they're a little bit longer than the testos but they're a lot slimmer they're thinner they fit in the bag a lot easier they fit in the pockets on the like outside pockets of the veto bags they, they fit a lot easier the testo ones are a little shorter and fatter and uh, i don't remember how many batteries the testo one takes this one takes uh AAA, two of them i don't know i preferred the field piece for a lot of different uh, reasons Angel says he has a mansion Airbnb for Atlanta. Saturday Saturday night we'll be going down. We were we were actually talking to him or Chris was on his live the other day and he mentioned he'll be there Saturday. I will be there Saturday, but I ended up having to get a later flight. I won't be there till like eleven, I think, at night. because uh, he had mentioned about going out probably for dinner but you know with with a, with a bunch of the youtubers but i don't know i'm gonna check but i think my flight i wasn't i don't know something was going on with my flight i couldn't pick my seats uh that i wanted to i just ended up getting the next flight uh hvac misfit field piece field piece testo for me feel cheap Field piece set is better on batteries, but when they run, is better on batteries. Uh, they run great. What's up? What's up? DIY HVAC guy, Central Therm. All right, let me uh, get back on the chat. Uh, let's see. Rookie refrigeration in the house. A lot of guys have been asking about you, bro. I don't know if you're still in here, but... Um, yeah, your name has come up a couple times. Like, where is that guy? Uh, let's see. Are you all Cephesa Cert? My dad is. I don't work on uh, cooking equipment. My dad does that. He he had the Cefesa. He ran another company before he opened up this one. Was like technician of the of the year and all that stuff. So he handles uh, that side. I just have to worry about HVAC. So I have my uh, air conditioning, refrigeration license here in Texas, and I'm good. Rookie, what have you been up to? Everybody's, everybody wants to know. And Rookie, you said you were from, or you've been to the Valley, right? I think I had seen you somewhere in the, in the chat. And you said you were from here, or you've been here. What's up, Dave? Not much, man. I'm live on YouTube.
the legend rookie in the motherfucking house. One of the best teachers on YouTube or university. A lot going on, going with the flow. Nate HVAC Boss. He's over on the Instagram feed right now. I don't know if he's still here or not. Yeah, I would love to see some more um, supermarket stuff. I haven't seen any from too many people. It was a rookie refrigeration and then refrigeration confidential. And he also hasn't posted in a, a long time. Yeah, rookie, no long, uh, long time no see. Everybody's like missed your videos. A lot of love for the rookie. Oh, HVAC boss hopped over. Hold on. Trying to catch up. Hold on. Cardio is key, rookie. Take it slow, master the one mile, then move to the next. Lorenzo, thanks for answering me, Adrian. Last week when I asked you about work boots, my boss my boss helped me get some keen work boots. Awesome. Glad he helped you out. Um Yeah, I don't know I don't remember what I said, but keen was is one that pops up a lot when I ask like for recommendations. So I'm sure you got a good one there. How many hours do you average a week? Technically 40. Um, it's up and down, man. Like I work for myself, basically. I do take a lot of the overtime calls. So lately it's been calm. So I haven't worked. I haven't worked too many weekends, maybe one or two in the past few months. I don't know, maybe a handful. But uh, yeah, right now we don't have any locations that open up too early we do have a hospital but we're, we're on a maintenance with them so nothing has really broken down too much at least on my side the hot side the hot food side has picked up quite a bit so those guys are working hard but you know i work for myself have my own hours try to get around 40 and i'm good with that um if i don't work that much i mean i'm also in the office i'm also doing like other things um that's not me being in the field so to speak but uh yeah like if i don't work a lot i, I end up volunteering which ends up being a lot like when the overtime calls do come in like i don't mind going if i didn't work that much during the week i had a day off or half a day i feel good I'll go out there on the weekend or whatever and, and do the calls.
BK S-Men 480. HVAC boss, let's talk about the awards show. Well, let's talk. Wait, what did he say? 11 p.m. starts is when it starts getting good. Well, I'll see you. I don't know. Maybe we'll. I'll see you on Saturday. If not, you know, Sunday. Um, I told Ben if he needs any help, you know, me and my brother will be there. Um, I think he he said he would be needing some help. So, I don't know. Sunday we're not doing much. We'll go help him out. And then we got the award show. And then, you know, who knows. Uh, Joshua, saw that you used Jobber. Going to give it a try. About to launch my company next month. For sure, man. If you have any questions, I'm going to try and do more videos on it. I just haven't had a chance. I'm currently, like, setting up some uh, maintenance stuff in it. But if you have any questions, let me know. It's a one app for everything. So you can have your price list in there. You can have all your clients loaded up. And uh, it's really easy. You email stuff out, print it out, whatever you need to do. Oh, Ricky's originally from Brownsville. That's about a little less than an hour from us. That's cool, man. I'm from Mission. I service, you know, the whole area here, the whole valley. Still learning. That's what we all should be. Oh, whoa. DIY Dave came in. All right. Uh, let's see. What questions do you most do you get most here on your live streams? What are your thoughts on the RLS crimp systems? So many haters. I saw that you did a video. Uh, Close this one out. Yeah, man, I saw that you did a video. I haven't looked through your comments or anything. Um, and you were using the RLS one. I have, the, I have that one. Uh, I have yet to use it. And the, they're, you know, the people that RLS are really cool. If you ever want to reach out to them over on um, Instagram. They're pretty, um, what do you call it, active. So I was able to contact them. I got the, the guy's phone number who, you know, deals with all that stuff. If you have questions, you know, Paul's the guy that, that we talk to. Um, it has its place. I, I will do a video on it. Eventually, the system that I want to try it on is going to be a walk-in. I think I'm going to do a walk-in freezer with it. And 
it's going to make it super simple, right? You don't take your, your torches down. You don't have to take your nitrogen down unless you're going to do a pressure test. Um, you don't have to worry about burning anything like the, well, we're going to deal with an EEV, an electronic expansion valve. Uh, you won't accidentally burn the rubber, the, the uh, section line. Uh, what do you call it? Man, I am like burnt out right now. The section line uh, insulation, you know, all that stuff. So, and then I, I don't know if you guys are doing kitchen work or anything around food. I hope you guys are, because I, I didn't do it for a while. And when you turn on your torches, you know, you have a little uh, oxygen open, cracked open. So you don't get all that ashes and stuff in the air. Because if you work around food, or I work also in hospitals, you know, that stuff has to land somewhere. So I don't know. I see it really helpful around sensitive areas, maybe around food, like I said. Uh, hospitals is going to be somewhere that I want to use it to. Uh, but everybody has their opinion on it. To me, it's the same whether you braise or you um, press. If you don't prep, it's not going to work. It's going to leak. And then people have this argument, I need to do, I have, I think I have photos and I have some guys that I know that have run into it recently over on Instagram where they go uh, to a unit or I think even one of them, it was his coworker trying to braise and it kept leaking. So there's just like there's leaking press fittings that were not properly installed, there's going to be leaking braze joints that were not properly done or they didn't know how to braze, they didn't do something correctly, they didn't have their torches set up right, they didn't, I don't know, they didn't clean it, the pipe, you know, there's different reasons or, you know, they didn't purge with nitrogen, that's going to cause other issues, so... Whichever one you do, whichever one you prefer, you need to do it the right way and you need to prep the line set or the pipes or the whatever you're doing or it won't work. Either one. If you don't prep uh, for brazing, you don't have the right, you don't do it right, it's going to leak too. It's not, it doesn't just um, apply to press like press works fine if you follow all their instructions and then you know for the people that are like oh that takes too much time to prep i hope you're prepping you know your brace joints too you know you're cleaning them up um getting your, your nitrogen in there purging all that stuff making sure your oxygen oxygen and acetylene are set right like it's not just like you braze and you go or whatever like you prep it Uh, and I get a whole bunch of different questions, man. Um, 
I try to do this weekly. Lately, I've been kind of busy. You know, we had the holidays. I just got back from my Vegas trip. Um, so I'm like kind of tired from that still. And then I got to get ready for the AHR Expo. So trying to squeeze in some lives here and there. I know I promised, you know, some guests. Uh, maybe uh, Dave, you can come on. DIY HVAC guy. Um, HVAC boss, you need to come back on. Uh, that was really, you know, fun when we did the, the last one. And I, I, I don't think I can get Robert Kraft unless I follow or unless I run into him. I don't know if he's going to AHR because uh, his account is nowhere to be found. So I was going to ask him, but I haven't. Uh, let's see. HVAC boss. Uh, yeah. Teach me. I'm going to learn from you. You do. Uh, you do. Or you know how to run a business. That's that's for sure. And you, you know your stuff. Let's see. DIY HVAC guy. I assume RLS will be at AHR. I'm super stoked for it. So you're going? If you're going... Yeah, excited to meet you. Yeah, if you're going, I will hit you up. Um, this is my second year going. Um, what sucks is that this year, it's not a direct flight, but I'm still going. Uh... Last year, I had to rush through it. It was overwhelming. I don't know if you've ever been to it, but it's overwhelming. And I also had friends out in Vegas last year. It happened to land on the same week that they were there. So I was running back and forth as well. But I wanted to go this year and then kind of, you know, soak it all in. Make sure I meet everybody that... that I know that is there and take lots of pictures, you know, you know, do that stuff. I don't think I'll vlog. Uh, they're not very happy with people that are not the press uh, taking photos or videos. So I don't think I'll try that again. But uh, yeah, RLS is there. They're going to have like a competition, but I think they already picked like some big Instagrammers that are doing it. But they're going to have like a live competition. I guess they're going to have them pressing different things. And, and it's going to be fun. So RLS is a good booth to be at. Uh, a lot of guys hang out there. And they demo everything. Um, they have cutaways. You know, they show you the inside where the gaskets are and everything. It's pretty cool. Uh, Nate, uh, reliable where you staying? I'm in, I'm, I just got a hotel in the North Atlanta area. I've never been there. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to, or I was 
I was close to getting one downtown, like a a place to stay there, but uh, it was like double the price. So I think I I I, I cut back. So I'll be there. Uh, but I'll be at the award show, and then I'll be at AHR on Monday. I have a, I, at least I think I still have a spot at the Parker Sporlin uh, booth. They said it was some sort of like podcast type thing where I can talk and uh, hang out there. That's Monday at ten thirty. Uh, I think it's an hour. I'll be there at the at the booth. And as far as, you know, commitments, that's the only thing that I have. So I'll be, I'll walk around. I'll be at the RLS booth. I'll be at the Subco one for sure, you know, checking out as much as I can. (laughs) Uh, If you do any hospital work, no hot work permits. Yeah. Uh. Hospital work is kind of a, a weird one. You need a permit. Uh, they're not very, you know, they're, and even then, they're not very happy about you using a torch in the building. So that's where I see it being useful. I recently had to work on a, a unit at our hospital that we service. And I used the, I didn't have the press tool at the time, but it was a really small unit anyway. And I used the, the zoom lock push fittings which i think you also demonstrated dave right the the push one i think you use a different brand but they look the same i have the zoom lock ones and um it worked i i made the mistake the first time because i put it right off the compressor you just don't want to put it on a discharge line uh because it gets too hot obviously i thought it was going to be in like the safe zone but i wasn't so i think it went over 200 degrees and it was too hot for it but uh you know they have their place hospitals are definitely a a good one to have it at any hvac boss fans in here Look, I I put a, uh, we're going to wrap it up soon, right? But, and this was supposed to be a short one, but I can never keep up with the chat. Um, HVAC boss. I put it out there if the guys, and let me pull it up. If the guys wanted to see maybe a weekend live stream would be easier. And, uh, you know, where I can have like a, a group of guys on the screen. So I need to find, you know, like two or, or three people that want to do that. I just don't know if to do it weekly yet. And, um, so yeah, so far, where am I? It's a yes. That they want to see a live stream with a group of us. So, I don't know, Angel, if you're ever up for that. I know it's a big commitment, but uh, I need to find a few people that maybe can do it. I don't know if, it, if it'll be weekly, maybe bi-weekly or once a month or something where we could just stream and have a little talk about 
random things. Uh, rookie, I've been away for over a year. I don't know who's popular today. Uh, it's kind of the same people. I think the only ones that I've seen really blow up are HVAC guy, which is Curtis. And uh, the DIY HVAC guy that was here, Dave. Those two guys have blown up. They're pretty good channels. Other than that, it's the same old, you know, Chris, Rick, you know, the same guys. Damn, I lost my place. Yeah, but Angel hasn't posted in a long time. Uh, yeah, every, everyone says I do it because I can't braise, but I've braised lots of line sets. I love to braise, but this tool has been awesome. Super excited about it. Yeah. It's a good option, like I said. So I have my oxyacetylene for most jobs. I have a turbo torch that I just started using for like a year now for quick, quicker jobs or like when I don't want to carry the whole um, two tank setup to the roof. I can just take the acetylene up there and use a turbo torch saves my back i've been trying to do um you know things that are easier to carry and, and you know stuff like that since i'm on the roof all the time and then you have this let's say you need to cut out a piece of of copper you need to do something to connect something you know press it in um and all that so options so like i said i have the oxyacetylene and then a lighter turbo torch setup and then I, now I have the press tool for different, you know, they're all going to be different scenarios. Jonathan, hit me up. All right. Bet. Uh, DIY Dave, or HVAC guy Dave, uh, will be at the awards ceremony. Excited to meet Ben. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know if you, like, everybody that knows, you know, those guys, you, usually you see them on Instagram. I didn't know if you if you knew Ben or anything, but Ben's a cool guy. He's up in Austin. Uh, this award show is, like, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's not for, like, egos, right? It's just, you know, they want to appreciate technicians out there. I think it's really cool. Hope it doesn't get to anybody's head or anything like that. But it's a cool thing to, you know, to attend and meet a lot of these people that you see online. And, you know, I'm very excited as well to uh, meet all those guys because it's going to be a big group. Um, I missed it last year because my flight, I missed my flight. There was a whole thing, but um, 
I missed it, but now it's like three times the size, so that's going to be cool. If you make your service tech a salesman, I don't believe you know how to run a business. HVAC boss has no salesman. Oh, Rookie went on his own recently. Hey, that means you can do videos. Check out your channel. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should definitely check out his videos. You, you'll get a good um, view of how he runs his company. Top notch. One day, I will be like HVAC Boss. Richie, you're going after everybody today. Twenty-seven trucks, forty-five employees. Damn. I got five and five. I need to bump it up. All right, let me get through the last of this real quick. <laughs> 27 trucks on the roof. Okay, hold on. Uh, Nate, Adrian, are you going to the HVAC tactical party? Is that the after party? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to the award show, which is Sunday night. And then, because uh, I'm going to be there, I'm getting in Saturday, I'll be there Sunday and Monday, and then I'm going to take off on Tuesday. Uh, DIY HVAC guy, what's the craziest thing you have seen at the unit? Currently, it's a roof that everything rusted out, so that's still, you know, fresh in my, my mind. Um, all the makeup air units were toppled over because they cracked, rusted, and fell over. Um, and the co compressor compartment, it's a two-stage train package unit. If you open up the compressor compartment, you can see through the building. The It rusted the floor of the unit, and when it rained, it rained inside. So we had to tarp it off. Um, and all of those are basically bad we're going to, have to replace all the units up there and then they recently got the roof redone you know what that white i don't know what it's called that white slippery stuff that all the commercial uh, buildings have and whoever did the roofing or whatever left all the disconnects on the floor i walked up there and it was a it had rained and i think also the drains were backed up and draining on the roof. So there was a disconnects, three phase, 208 volt, disconnects, lane and water. So, I don't know, that's that's a pretty bad roof. Uh, other than that, it was a one a while back that almost kicked my ass. 
Uh, it was a whole bunch of Linux units, and somebody ripped out all the wiring. And if you go to my my channel, it's it's the. I don't think you can see it though, because I put text over it. It's the uh, the banner photo that I have. Uh, they bypassed and cut all those wires. And that thing was just icing up like crazy. And we had a bunch of bad boards. And that's the one that had like five or six compressors laying over on the ground there. So that was a pretty bad one too. And everything was leaking. HVAC boss is just on Instagram now. You can do those kinds of videos and just upload them to YouTube. I mean, I don't think people would mind. Uh, Stay bright. I have that one. I need to practice with it. I kind of forgot how to soft solder, to be honest. Um, but it does work. Um, it's just that I have like a heavy hand so to speak, with the uh, torches. So I kind of just, I'm not good at, or I need more practice with my soft, like silver soldering. I'm so used to brazing now. Uh, utility cart tech tie. Have you checked out the Olympia carts? If you're talking about just, you know, a cart to put all your stuff and take on the job site. Um... I have two, but I only carry one because I bought both sizes. They have a smaller and a larger one. I would recommend the larger one. But Olympia makes a folding cart. So it folds out and you have the three levels to it. So I put my torches, my tools, everything on it. And then when I put it in the van, it folds up and it goes flat. And then I just squeeze it in the corner. So I don't know if you've seen that. It's in my toll link. It's the Olympia uh, cart. Uh, you can get it off Amazon. Richie needs a hug. Party at the HVAC boss mansion. Let's go. Uh, rookie, my goal is five trucks, five techs. We have, well, that's exactly what we have right now. We had five, five guys, five trucks, and then we had a helper. But right now, we don't have the helper. Um, I don't know. We might need a helper soon, but we have uh, me and my brother, brother that do strictly refrigeration HVAC, and then my dad. Another guy does the hot side, and then the other guy does a little bit of uh, refrigeration. I bet Richie is fun at parties. Anything and everything. Well, he did, uh, Rookie did supermarkets. He does everything. Oh, just no industrial. Gotcha. <laughs> Richie's going to the tactical party. 
Uh, DIY HVAC guy. The roof story is nuts. I had a skunk and a possum in the same package at once. Uh, owner ex police force came out and shot it in the blower compartment. Damn. It's a nice little story there, bro. Uh, you can't have any gaps. Yeah, that's the thing, like, because it'll run. A uh, ton of my viewers highly recommend it. I have, it's in my truck. I just haven't really used it. I think I used it once, and I did pretty okay with it. Just, like I said, I'm, I'm so used to brazing now. I don't think I have the alerts set up, but Sean Norden has subscribed. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Uh, great seeing y'all being on more frequently. Reliable, good stuff. Appreciate it. Uh, rookie. Uh, I'll see you, uh, soon, I guess. Any advice, or DP, any advice on a 20 year old trying to get into big companies, uh, trying to work somewhere or you're on your own looking for work. Uh, either way, hustle, um, I didn't meet your quotas. Uh, hustle, network, you know, make make, fr make friends with everybody, whether it's a supply house, your coworkers, you know, all that. But I don't know, like, are you trying to get into a, a AC company, like, to work for, or are, you, or are you on your own looking for work? All right, guys, um, I think I'm going to end it. I always tell myself an hour and it runs two hours, but I enjoy uh, talking to you guys. The chat has been awesome. Really appreciate all you here. Forgot to mention, I have five members on my channel now. I want to thank Mr. R, Fabricio, Ruben Gonzalez, Gary, Carnell, and Jesse C., uh, for supporting the channel, you can be a member for as low as $1.99 a month. I appreciate that, guys. Um, anything like that, um, I have it labeled as small donations, but that helps me, you know, get the stickers, get the, or pay for shipping when I uh, do giveaways, even buy stuff for the giveaways, you know, all that. That's what that's for, uh, those donations, those, uh, members on my youtube channel so i really appreciate that you know having five is awesome so in case you guys didn't know you can become a member like i said 199 a month is where it starts there's different levels but i don't expect you know you guys to be on the other levels but you do get like discounts on merch and stuff and uh the i don't think they were in today's chat but 
Uh, whether you chat on the stream or you comment, you do get a little refrigerant tank. And the longer you've been, um, the more you progress. So you start off with the gray tank. Some people call it the bastard gray tank or the R12, I think is what it was. Uh, Ruben and Gary have upgraded to the 134A tank. And Jesse, who's been here for six months, is on the 404 tank. Appreciate you guys. That was just, you know, a fun way I incorporated, you know, the badges on here. So I want to thank them for being channel members and supporting the channel. Uh, Dave, see you at HR, bro. I sent you a message. All right, cool. Uh, Patreon, I do. I think it's in my link tree. Uh, I'll make sure it's set up. Uh, appreciate that. Um, yeah, if you guys, you know, go to the link. In my description, there's a link tree. I don't remember what's set up in there. There's, I should have a Patreon. Um, there's channel memberships. Buying stuff through my links helps. A lot of you guys, you know, buy monthly on that stuff. That's awesome. Anything I use uh, tool-wise, you know, recommendations, stuff like that, which I do need to get to. Some comments because you guys were asking me about the uh, fittings I used. These are AccuTools. I'll make sure to, anytime I mention something, I need to have description links for it. But that's off of TrueTech uh, tools, or you can probably find them at your supply house. I'm currently trying to get a discount link for True Tech Tools. We'll see if that goes through. But of course, they have AHR coming up and uh, they just had the symposium. So they told me that they would pick up um, and we can talk about it after all that. So uh, AHR, let's get it. All right, man. Uh, definitely see you there. I'll be at the award show. Hopefully everybody or most of the guys are on there. I would love to meet as many people as I can this time around last year like I said I was kind of in a hurry so uh, appreciate it uh, good time see you next time I'll do another live stream next week before I head out to the AHR uh, Jonathan the depth stitch depths tech I don't even know how to say it uh, camera has worked awesome that's great uh, if I do an Amazon review, because I get a ton of those emails, I pick and choose which ones I, I want to do. And then, of course, I have to use them before I even record a video on it. So I loved it. And it's a cheap thing. Some people knock on the cheap stuff, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Hope, hopefully it helps you and uh, you can get a lot of use out of it. Uh, it's full from all that success. Don't hate now, Richie. Maybe your Karen videos. All right, whatever. You guys are having a discussion in the chat. Adrian, let's get it. I'll see you. Um, and thanks for, for coming out. I'll see you guys.